We're told that as Benjamin Franklin's experiments in electricity gained greater prominence, his sphere of scientific contacts, colleagues, and followers grew. One of his devoted followers was a young clergyman, educator, political theorist, and philosopher whose later achievements would include the discovery of oxygen and various other chemical compounds and the invention of soda water. That was Joseph Priestley. Priestley hoped to write a history of the scientific study of electricity, and he sought out Ben Franklin as one of the leading authorities on the subject. Born near Leeds in 1733, which made Priestley 19 years Ben Franklin's junior, Priestley had studied Latin, Greek, and Hebrew as a lad, and later taught himself French, Italian, German, Chaldean, Assyrian, and Arabic. But his scientific training was minimal. Nevertheless, by 1766, the prodigious Priestley had met Franklin, discovered the law of inverse squares, and was elected a fellow of the Royal Society. By 1767, Priestley had written a 700-page study, The History and Present State of Electricity, published to positive reviews, and it detailed a history of the study of electricity to 1766, including writing up for the first time the famous kite experiment conducted by Franklin in Philadelphia on June 15, 1752, discussing as well Franklin's successful extraction of sparks from a cloud. The two began a friendship and an exchange of ideas that would continue until Franklin's death in 1790, during which time Franklin offered letters of encouragement, aided Priestley's advancement, supported his fellowship in the Royal Society, and offered a recommendation for a Copley Medal for Priestley. In exchange, Priestley called Franklin's experiments the greatest, perhaps, in the whole compass of philosophy since the time of Sir Isaac Newton. All that from the essay, Benjamin Franklin, Statesman Scientist and the Father of Scientific Statecraft by Barbara Billauer. The recent documentary on Ben Franklin by filmmaker Ken Burns had its premiere on PBS last week. The documentary makes the case for the relevance of Benjamin Franklin here and now in the 21st century. WVIA is pleased to ground Benjamin Franklin in the here and now of our region through the commissioning of an original theater piece titled Ben and Joe, the piece by Laurie McCants, award-winning actor, co-founder, and member emeritus of the Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble. Through a grant from the Pennsylvania Humanities Council and the National Endowment for the Humanities as part of the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021, veteran actors James Good, also of BTE, and Peter Brown, New York-based actor who has worked with BT in the past, came to the WVIA studios to tape the short scene. And the piece will have its first showing this Thursday, April 14th, online as part of a special virtual event. Playwright Laurie McCants and Dr. Carla Mulford of Penn State, who has written extensively on Ben Franklin, will be on hand and they will talk with each other and with you about what it means for us today that Ben Franklin chose to spend his final day in England with his good friend Joseph Priestley, who would come to settle here in Northumberland, Pennsylvania. After the recording, we had a chance to speak with Laurie, Jim, and Peter about Ben and Joe. 
Laurie McCants sets the stage. He was basically Franklin's protege when Franklin was in England. They did a lot of scientific experimenting together and so on. I thought, oh, well, let me let me see what specifically I can draw upon for, for a little skit about Franklin and Priestley. And what a gift it was to find out that Ben Franklin chose to spend his last day and evening in England before he came to America to join his fellow revolutionaries. He chose to spend that time with Priestley. And he sailed the next day after spending the whole day and evening with Priestley. That's what he wanted to do with his last day in England. And I thought, oh, there we go. Imagine that conversation. Now, Jim, you have been Joseph Priestley. I've had the pleasure of playing Joseph Priestley, yes, in uh, Gunpowder Joe, which premiered at Bloomsbury Theater Ensemble in 2016. I remember we were performing on Inauguration Day, so it would have been January 2017, yes. So the play was so much about the birth of political parties and partisan politics and ugly campaigns. And so to be doing it at that time, the performances were just electric. And the play that Anthony Clarvo wrote just took in so many aspects of that time and the personalities. And to play Joseph Priestley was... Just a just a gift as an actor because of his his so many interests, you know, not only his spiritual side but his scientific side and his domestic side. It was just a great part of my time at the Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble. So when Laurie called or sent you an email and said, <laughs> "Would you like to be Joseph Priestley, please?" Yeah, I said, "When? When?" <laughs> <laughs> and of course, knowing that Peter was going to be Ben Franklin, it was a chance to work with him again because we go back a long way and he's a delight to be around. And the little time we've been together working on this has been just pretty much one laugh after the next. And Peter, how about you and Ben Franklin? Do you have any history? I have no history with Ben Franklin <laughs> at all. What did you think when Laurie said? Well, when Laurie spoke to me about it, she said, I have this piece in mind that I'm writing for WVIA. And it would give you a chance to, you know, play with us again and get to do a scene with Jim and I'll direct it and put it together. And she said, what I'm looking for is the earthier side of Ben Franklin, you know, something a a little irreverent, uh, something a little rough. So I jumped right on. I love that. I love that idea. When people see the piece, they will see not a caricature. You're two gentlemen who enjoy each other's company, clearly. And, Laurie, weren't you pleased? Oh, I was very pleased. (laughs) Very pleased. Perfectly cast. Yes. And so when you were thinking about the earthier Ben, you knew that Ben is quite a... Character. And he would be with his friend, right? It wasn't. Absolutely, yes. I knew that there would probably be a lot of joking, a lot of laughter, a lot of um, commiserating, too, because, you know, they, they were both radicals. They were both exiles, actually. And I knew that there would be so much to share. They're, they shared intellectual pursuits. What they didn't share was that Priestley was, was a religious man. Now, his religion was Unitarianism, which a lot of folks from that time would not consider that a bona fide religion. But he definitely believed in God, whereas we know that Franklin was... Pretty, uh, pretty firmly atheistic. But they both believed so much in the human ability to learn, the human uh, um, capacity for curiosity, that the, that the world was something to be discovered through, through inquiry, through 
observation, through writing, through sharing, discoveries. In the midst of all the camaraderie and the good laughs, there's a knowing look, a more serious look. What was it that you hoped ultimately in this very short time to convey about their connection? There is this feeling from everything you read from this time period by folks like Franklin and and Priestley and Thomas Jefferson, a feeling that a new world is about to be made, that this experiment in democracy was brand new. And as we all know, we're still we're still working on it. Lin-Manuel Miranda captures it very well in Hamilton, that feeling of something is changing in a very, very big and important, important way. That's, I wanted to capture that sense of we are on the brink of something important for people, important for the world, important for humanity. And the scientific tie is so fascinating. And in the play, what do we learn about Priestley and the, his scientific interest? Well, in Gunpowder Joe, what Anthony was it was so exciting to do was he took some of the experiments of Priestley and they became metaphors for the American democratic experiment. So in one experiment, sort of the lesson of the experiment was you have to put things under pressure and then they reveal something new about themselves. And in the concluding experiment in the show, Priestley is on the verge of understanding photosynthesis, how the exchange of, you know, from plants and animals, what we give off each other, we have to have. And we can't really see that, but it's essential for life to trade essentials and how what this has to do with political parties and that, that was a very exciting thing about Gunpowder Joe was how the scientific and the spiritual and the political sort of all come together. And Peter, you all had fun with the kite and the key and the <laughs> goose next door. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're just all funny anecdotes. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, it's just life. It's these people who did big things, but they lived regular lives, real people. actor Peter Brown and actor James Good speaking with us in conjunction with the play Ben and Joe. These two play real people. The play is by Laurie McCants, award-winning actor, co-founder and member emeritus of the Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble. WVIA was able to commission Ben and Joe by Laurie McCants through a grant from the Pennsylvania Humanities Council and the National Endowment for the Humanities as part of the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. And those forces joined here at the studio by our production crew, and they were able to, we would say, videotape the experience. And it's a very short piece, eight, nine minutes, but it's very rich and it's very endearing and it raises many questions. So that will be the anchor, the central focus of a live online event this Thursday evening, April 14th at seven, Ben and Joe, a virtual event. And we'll talk about Ben Franklin and Joseph Priestley and their friendship and about what Priestley was representing in his friendship with Ben Franklin, how they differed, how they saw eye to eye, and why they might be friends. 
Joining playwright Laurie McCants will be English professor at Penn State, Carla Mulford. Dr. Mulford has written extensively on Benjamin Franklin, and she happens to be from our area, though she is based in State College. Admission is free, and if you'd like to register for the event, you'll be entered for a chance to win a free Google Home device, so that should be incentive enough. It's free, it's on Zoom, and we'll just have a relaxed conversation following up. It's a good follow-up to the Ken Burns documentary on Benjamin Franklin, even if you haven't seen that yet, you know it's in the air, that discussion about Benjamin Franklin and what he means to us today in the 21st century. So we ask you to join us. It's free. And if you register, you'll get the link. And we hope you'll join us. WVIA.org. WVIA.org. And you just go down to the middle of the homepage and you'll see a picture of Benjamin Franklin, a painting of Benjamin Franklin, and it says Ben and Joe, a virtual event, Thursday, April 14th at 7, and we ask you to just register, and then you'll be able to join us and hope that it's a rewarding, enlightening, and fun event, because the piece that Laurie McCants has written is fun. It shows that each of the friends has great humor, and Benjamin Franklin, of course, known for his sense of humor, So there's some playful banter during the conversation, but also at the heart of it, we'll learn what was going through their minds as Benjamin Franklin returned from London to join his fellow revolutionaries. WVIA.org, WVIA.org. Ben and Joe, Thursday, April 14th at 7, online, WVIA.org.